Premature ejaculation is when ejaculation happens sooner than a man or his partner would like during the act of sexual intercourse. This is not to be confused with premature imagination, which was discussed in depth on the Nerds RPG Variety class earlier this year in episodes 370, 374, and a few others. But there's a new, more terrible affliction that can happen to men and women in the United States in particular. And it's an affliction that is caused by an overriding sense of hopelessness. And this overriding sense of hopelessness comes from watching too many news reports about something bad happening, like perhaps a hurricane. And it can be uh, enhanced, this feeling uh, can be enhanced when you get a notification from, say, your airline that says your flight has been canceled and they can't, quote, rebook you on another flight, quote, end quote. So then the panic really sets in. And then on a Discord service, perhaps, this is all hypothetical, you may notice others are canceling said trip. And this leads to an affliction that really is quite terrible. And again, it's way worse than premature ejaculation. Because by the way, when I read that definition, it happens uh, sooner than a man or his partner would like during sex. Well, let's be honest. Who, who knows when you were intending to ejaculate before you uh, started the deed? Maybe you intended only the last 35 seconds. Who knows? You, ju you just say. You just say it was P.E. You never admit that you had something else to do later that day, and you just want to get this thing over with. You know, am I right, fellas? You know what I'm saying, fellas. Don't argue. So now, uh, and then premature imagination is, is not as bad either. And again, listen to those episodes. It is bad, but it's not quite as bad. But premature cancellation is quite a problem and a growing phenomenon in America. So, why did I suffer from premature cancellation? Well, that's going to be the topic of today's episode. AMW, yeah, bad news. Although your podcast might be a little premature, I see you at the time of this message trying to find another flight down to GrogCon. I hope you make it. I I can't because I'm convalescing at the moment, but I hope you do make it and can carry the National Capital Region's banner down there and, and get some games in. Uh, if not, I, I guess we'll meet at DaveCon, right? All my listeners should know that that was Jason, the other Jason, Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast, and he uh, is a, a great caller inner. He's a, he really is a caller inner, and uh, I don't know if that's a word, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a word. Uh, I'm the DM, so I can say whatever I want. 
So Jason uh, happened to call in just a few hours after I posted my episode on Tuesday night. Uh, he really called in the next day. And in that episode, uh, uh, not only did I, it, it was a down episode, I, I'm trying to say. It was a real downer. I talked about PC death, which was enough to cause most of my listeners to weep uh, profusely during uh, my discussion of PC death. I apologize. I didn't put a warning up to have your tissues available so you could cry into your tissues so i'll make sure i don't do that ever again but then even sadder was the fact i i announced i was canceling my trip to uh grogcon because of the damn hurricane and that the uh the great dm of the world had had screwed us over with bad rolls and saving throws were missed and etc but just not even maybe maybe more than 12 hours later maybe maybe about 15 hours later I was on my American Airlines app. <clears throat> I happened to notice that American Airlines only canceled one Friday flight to Orlando. My flight, which was the first one out. So I called them and said, well, why didn't you guys book me on a flight later that day? And if I couldn't get there on Friday, I wasn't going to go. Um, maybe, maybe that was... Not a great idea anyway. Maybe I would have rethought that. But the feeling was I just wouldn't go. So the woman on the phone at American Airlines said, oh, no, you can definitely rebook on, on another Friday flight. She said, they're not even full. So they put me on a flight that leaves at noon, and uh, I will have to miss something I had signed up for. So Jason adroitly called me out and called me the next day and said, you had a premature podcast. Now, he's right. I, I had definitely done something prematurely, and it wasn't the podcast. In fact, it was probably that podcast was long in coming. I should have put a podcast up a week or two ago. But I prematurely canceled my trip. So on Tuesday, after I got the notice, I canceled my hotel room. I went on the Grog uh, Talk Discord channel and said, I'm out. And I was woeing and crying and commiserating with others who were out. Another being Sonny, who had said, I'm out. I'm now just going to go hunting. So then I had to get back on yesterday, kind of dragging my tail between my legs and saying, whoa, hold up. I'm not really out. And which means I still will be DMing my very first game at uh, a convention. This is, by the way, only my second gaming convention in my entire life that I'll be going to. And now I will be DMing. So, Jason, thanks for uh, picking that up. You are absolutely right. I was able to get onto a flight. And I even end up saving money. And if there's one thing you guys all know about me, it's I cannot speak the English language. Well, there's another thing you all know about me is I hide my D&D collection under a boat with Keystake watching it for me because he, he knew, he knows that hiding under a boat is a very effective way to hide from danger. So if Russian raiders ever come to your town with some kind of Ev or Eve at, at the end of the name of your town, you, you don't hide in the basement. Uh, don't go to the safe room. Uh, don't run for your life. 
just hide under the boat outside because they will never, ever think to flip it over. Just they'll leave it alone. So, um, but there's another thing you all know about me. So I guess there's more than one thing you know about me. There's there's the fact that um, I can't speak and I hide my collection. Oh, yes. The most important thing you all must know about me is I'm cheap. I'm cheap. I don't like to spend money. I will spend money when I have to. But um, I don't like to do it. And I often ruminate about how stupid it was I spent the money after I do so. So as a result of all of this, I have significantly reduced the costs of my GrogCon participation. And I'm thrilled about this because I'm cheap. So I, uh, at the uh, beginning of September, I used uh, credit card points to book my ticket for free. Then I upgraded my seats on both my flights to and fro that's one flight each uh using miles no money spent so no money spent for the flight well since i canceled the flight there and then well they canceled and then rebooked they they said uh that i wouldn't get the refund on the miles quickly enough to use it to upgrade my my leg room on the new flight and I don't have that many miles. I don't really fly uh, American Air that much, so I ended up paying paying a little extra. I did spend sixty bucks to upgrade the seat to get the leg room. Maybe I shouldn't have done it. Uh, see, here I am. I'm actually second guessing myself here. I did. That's a waste of sixty bucks, probably. I will get those my, miles refunded to me eventually, but I am going to be out the sixty bucks. But I saved even more money. Uh, well, that's not a saving, but I saved money. I book the Wyndham off Hotels.com, and I get—I usually get these really cool discounts because I've been using Hotels.com for a decade now. And uh, I'm two nights away from a free stay. My, my last free stay was during my trip to Italy earlier this year. So I went ahead and booked the Wyndham, and the grand total with my discount on, on Hotels.com when I booked it in early September was $213. And I thought that was a great rate for two nights. That was awesome. Well, I canceled that reservation Tuesday during my bout of premature cancellation. So when I tried to book the Wyndham again just yesterday, which would be Wednesday, uh, September 28th, the day after my premature cancellation uh, had, had dissipated, the room rate was now over $300 on Hotels.com. So I quickly jumped to the Wyndham website and confirmed at the same rate. So then I started thinking, hmm, I'm not paying 300 bucks. I thought maybe I can hitch, hitch a room or, you know, hole up in someone else's room. And then, as it turns out, there's a hotel eight-minute walk from the Wyndham. And you know what? I walk a lot, so I don't mind that. I said, you know what? F it. I'm going to book there. And the grand total for the two nights, 197 Cheaper. That's even cheaper than what I paid for the Wyndham back in September. Now, I'm still out to 67 bucks, so if you add that together, it's still a little bit more money. And that's why I'm really rethinking the 60 bucks. But because I kept the Grog Talk Empire informed of my every move, I inspired one of the members of the Grog Talk Empire, Sonny, to reconsider and come to Grog Talk even though he canceled. 
So he also suffered from a bout of premature cancellation. He canceled everything. He canceled his uh, tri- his uh, plan to drive down. He canceled his hotel, canceled all his tickets for the convention. He he. I didn't even do that uh, Tuesday night. I didn't cancel anything else except my hotel room. But I inspired Sonny. And now, right now, as I'm recording this podcast, he's on the road. In fact, I hope I get this posted in time for him to listen. He's on the road right now. He's already passed the Washington, D.C. region, apparently. And he's headed down. And he said to me, can I share a room with you? So now my room's going to cost 99 bucks. Uh my extra leg room is 60 bucks, so that takes me to about 150. And then I'm gonna have to buy food. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this whole weekend done for about I don't know, 200 bucks maybe, 210 bucks, and I'm cheap, and that makes me happy. Spending less money is always good. So good for me. I'm patting myself on the back. I don't know if you can hear that. So I will be there, and uh, I spent a lot of time last weekend preparing my game that I'll be running. It's called The Tower of Nicomedians. And I'd like to actually get this game published somewhere very soon. In fact, I contacted a map maker, and I need a map maker. He, the map maker I contacted said he can't do the work until January. Now, I know a lot of people try to raise money first before they pay someone to do work like that, but I'm just going to go ahead and pay for it and then put the damn thing out and see if I can make money. Or maybe not. Maybe I will try to raise money first. I don't know. I'm thinking about that. I'm going to talk to the guy who runs Dung. Dung, uh, smoldering dung games. Maybe I can publish through them. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm going to end this segment now, and I'm going to come back on and do a quick sec- segment to review, to preview what I will be up to at GrogCon, and I will then record a podcast during GrogCon, and then one post GrogCon. So I'm very excited, and I've I've overcome my bout of premature cancellation. Uh, I did suffer from it. It did impact me, but I've overcome it now, and I couldn't be happier. Jason, I want to thank you for the call-in. Uh, as I segue to the next se- segment of my show, where I'll discuss in uh, painstaking detail my plans for GrogCon. But I cut your call, which was very nice, and addressed uh, several aspects of my podcast, and I will include the rest of your call Next week sometime, when I do the emergency podcasting system. I have to admit, I haven't had a lot of calls since my last podcast. Last time I did it, I mean. But uh, I will I will pull it. I'll, I will uh, get that out and address your call then. So thank you for calling in. All right. After that brief intermission, I'm ready to talk about what I expect and what I'll be doing during GrogCon. Instead of leaving the D.C. area at 6.50 in the morning, that flight was canceled. They were able to book me on a 12 o'clock flight, 12.30 flight that gets in around 2.30, 3 o'clock. I will go directly to my new hotel, which I'm paying very little for because I'm splitting it with Sonny, who is courageously driving as I'm speaking down to Orlando. And I will then leisurely make my way back to the Wyndham because I don't have anything to rush for because I had to cancel my participation in a GrogCon event number 89, Paranoia, first edition, Uber Eat Eat Lasers, which 
is being run by James, the emperor of the Grog Talk Empire. Uh, James was on my show over a month ago in between the gnomes, and I really regret I'll have to miss this. But uh, again, because of the flights, I can't make a one o'clock game. It's just going to be impossible. So uh, when I get over to the Wyndham around five o'clock, I'll probably get a beer, uh, check in, hopefully greet some members of the Grog Talk Empire and uh, say hi and make some new friends. And then I'm going to make my way over to my first event on my schedule, which I did not have to cancel. And this one is just as exciting, I have to say. It's GrogCon event number 98, Molly Coddle and the Illusionist's Wand. This is being run by the other co-emperor, Dan. And I am excited to be part of this game. It starts at 6, and it's going to end around 9.50 p.m. And it's going to be a really good time. Sonny, if you're listening, get in. Get into uh, Molly Coddle with me. I will be there, and Dan will be there. It's going to be a great time. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Then at 11 p.m., this is going to be really exciting. I will be participating in Grog Con event number 116. Now, these numbers have to do with there's a much larger convention going on here called Crucible X. It's a war gaming convention. The Grog Con events are just receiving Crucible numbers. There, there aren't going to be 116 Grog Con events over the course of the weekend. Just a just it's just a little uh, disclaimer there for the listeners. Don't uh, you know this is a much bigger thing uh, and event number 116 uh i don't know this person but i've heard a lot about him on the grog talk podcast and i i see him mentioned all the time on the discord channel his name's carlos lysing and he's running incomprehensible death and i'm really looking forward to that and there are a lot of people still signed up for it despite the cancellation so it promises to be such a fun time. And Sonny, again, if you're uh, listening on the road, get yourself into that one, too. You'll probably be tired after this hero- heroic overnight drive. But, uh, hey, we're playing D&D, and players can go uh, all night long without any rest and keep fighting, right? After that, the plan will be to hang out, drink, meet people. Make more friends, hopefully, and then eventually make my way back to uh, my hotel, eight minutes away, via my hooves, and get some sleep. The next morning, I plan to wake up, uh, perhaps go out for a, a longer walk, ending ending at the Wyndham, maybe pick up some breakfast, definitely a Wawa coffee, which uh, sits between my hotel and the Wyndham, and I will be pulling up. For event, I, an event I just signed up for yesterday because I believe another event I was in was canceled. And um, now my Saturday gets a little convoluted because I'm going to play in this Grog Con event number 110, Tomb of Horrors, uh, by hosted by someone named Greg. I won't say his last name. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to, to it. Tomb of Horrors is just awesome, fun time. So that starts at 8 in the morning. 
But I was already signed up for Grog Talk, GrogCon Event 87, Grog Talk. So what I think I'll do is I will let my host know that I'm going to wander over to the Grog Talk and loiter there for a little bit and then wander back. But either way, um, I must end my participation in the morning events probably by 11.30 because at noon I will be hosting my own event. I will be hosting Nicodemon's Tower, which is an adventure I created. I created it for as a side adventure for a game I was running with my son. So if you go all the way back to my first podcast when I discuss how I got back in the hobby, that uh, Sunday, every other Sunday game, after his friends abandoned it and we brought in the adults, I created a side adventure for one of the magic users because um, uh, we had extra time on our hands and we ran a side adventure. This was during the pandemic. I wrote the adventure down and I further refined it and I ran it in my Monday night AD&D game sometime in 2021. And I kept working at it, kept working on the descriptions of the rooms and uh, setting it up really nicely. And I also ran it uh, on the memorial, um, yes, the memorial weekend getaway in Virginia that I, I participated in. I did talk about a little bit in one of my podcasts back over the summer. And everyone loved it. And it, it's getting more and more refined. And I'm going to spend a lot of time on this right now because I, I think I did a good job preparing for DMing. I made note cards that I actually printed out that contains information in the module or the adventure that uh, has to go, has to convey to the players. So instead of reading it out or, or having a big uh, eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper to hand out, I have it on little note cards. Um, I also am going to tonight before uh, I go to bed. I was going to finish this all up earlier in the week, but I prematurely canceled, as we already discussed. So I'm, I'm drawing a map that is a handout for the players. In fact, I'm going to draw this map on a big piece of paper, and I am going to give it to this to the player who gets the most experience points at the end of the session. And I'm going to sign it too. And I, I know, I just know that will end up in the trash sometime before the end of the weekend. But, but I, I also hope maybe, maybe they'll keep it. So you, you just don't know. You, you, you don't know. And it looks like um, a few people, which is not to be unexpected, uh, have already dropped out, probably due to the weather. So Sonny, you already participated in this adventure over Memorial Day weekend, so you it would be difficult to participate in it again without metagaming. And there's a lot about this module that uh, you know could could be ruined if you already know it. It's it's kind of adventure you could really only do once. But anyway, uh, you are more than welcome to sign up for this one. I really am looking forward to running it. Uh, I hope people like it, and I, I will pursue getting this published, hopefully early in the next year. So that that's a big thrill. That's going to be a big moment for me, running a game at a convention with people I don't know. And uh, I, I hope it goes well. I really do. But that's not really the highlight of my day. Oh, no, it's not. Now, you may think I think that's the highlight of my day, but it's not. After that session, I'll probably get some dinner, hopefully with someone or many, just some friends, uh, fellow players. 
uh, who may be members of the of the Grog Tonk Empire, will will allow me to join them for dinner, get something to drink, because at six o'clock, all of us are going to have to be ready. We're all going to have to be ready, and we're going to have to be ready to game as hard as we can for Grog Con event number seventy five, um, a D and D tournament. Now. This is going to be thrilling. I've never played a tournament before, a tournament adventure before, and I really am looking forward to it. So I won't say too much more about it, except it's being hosted by Dan, the uh, emperor, co-emperor of the Grog Talk Empire. So that is going to be thrilling. Uh, it goes from 6 to almost 11, and I think it's going to be wild and quite fantastic so uh that's going to be the highlight of saturday and and probably for me the highlight of the whole weekend so i'm really looking forward to it after that i'll make my way back may probably get beers whatever drinks and then make my way back to my hotel where in the morning i'll probably have to pack and get ready to go bring my luggage back over to the Wyndham because i will be gaming first thing in the morning uh well, not really. I'm signed up for Grog Talk again Sunday, uh, GrogCon event 88. So I'm signed up for that, and I will participate in that fully. I, I will not be jumping between that and another game. But I do have a game on Sunday. I signed up for GrogCon event number 232, hosted by Dave. I don't know who Dave is. He's running U1.5 hyphen U2 with Dwarven Forge. I this is I don't even know what any of this is. Now I know the modules U1 and U2. I'm in fact running I'm running U1 right now on my Friday Night Greyhawk, as you all know. But I don't know. I don't even know what all this is. Dwarven Forge. I guess we're using Dwarven Forge miniatures and models. Oh, this is gonna be so thrilling. So um I'm looking forward to that. But I did also sign up for another adventure that starts at 1 o'clock. And I'm going to figure out a way to do both. And that is GrogCon event number 97, Dawn of the Undead, hosted by Dan. Now, if Dan, when he does Molly Coddle, is just awful, I'll just drop this ticket. But I don't think that's going to be the case. In fact, I know that's not going to be the case. So I am either going to have to jump out of the U1.5-U2 you know, adventure with Dwarven Forge figures and just go straight over to the Magnolia Room, table number three, to jump in this game with Dan. Or I'm going to have to somehow do both games. I'll run back and forth. So that's how I got the schedule. I, I feel I'm I'm making the most of this convention. Let me know what you think. Have I done a pretty good job scheduling? Is it is it now I know scheduling over Grog Talk isn't necessarily rude because they're just doing a show. And um if I just go over and sit there for five or ten minutes just to offer my support, and that's on Saturday, and then go back to Tomb of Horrors, I'm sure that's acceptable. I just call it a bathroom break. It's kind of like going to the bathroom, listening to Grog Talk. <laughs> Just kidding. But if I if double scheduling on Sunday is is a no no, a convention no no, someone should let me know. Um, because I'm not I'm not sure. I I don't I don't really think it is. Um, 
I think it'll be okay. Because uh, the person needed people in his game, so I signed up for that 11 o'clock game. And I definitely can be in it for a good t- two hours. I'm sure Dan won't mind if I'm a little late. If I'm a little late to Dan's, I could maybe a half hour late to Dan's. I could do two and a half hours in the one game and then um, the whole remainder of, of Dan's game. So maybe I'll just make sure my character gets killed in the U1, U2 game. I'll do something stupid and just get killed. And that, that'll solve the problem. So I have a few things left to do before I leave tomorrow. Um, I didn't get the map drawn for my module. And the last thing I was going to do is make the pregens. I need to make six pregens. And I may, might make three extra pregens because I might open the game up to a few extra players. Because I understand now there's people who who've had games canceled and they're looking for something to do. So I, I could probably go up to nine players in this game. I just have to be extra brutal with the roles uh, and and see if I can get some of them killed off. Um, because this is a one-shot deal, I don't, I'm not going to care if they die. It doesn't bother me at all. It only bothers me in the campaign mode. So that's it. That's it for this episode. I'm not going to have any grand words to say at the end except the most except the wisest words I always convey to my listeners each episode and that's to keep exploring the many worlds in your own mind and if you're not playing this weekend at a con I hope you're playing at your house or with your friends or over the internet just uh just get out there and have some fun I will uh report back in sometime during the convention Thank you.